Welcome back to the Service Business Mastery Podcast. I am one half of your dynamic duo, Joshua Crouch, sitting virtually. Last week we were next to each other, but virtually yeah. again is Tersh. And I could today, hold my hand last week. Uh, I didn't want to. We weren't that close. I know. Um, you social distance yourself from me. I did. I tried to be at least 10. <laughs> I tried to double the social distance rules. I tried to be about 12 feet away from you. I felt that way. <laughs> I felt that way. <laughs> so we, we have been, and not all of it's been released yet, but so this will be like a first live one where we're really talking about pain points with contractors. And this has really been a focus of ours moving forward into the end of 2022 and, and the beginning of 2023, because there is so much going on in the world as the time of this live recording election cycle just passed us and they're still figuring that stuff out. There's a whole lot of stuff, recessions getting thrown around, employees are getting laid off from big tech companies. And we're going to talk with Ashley Tanner of Iron Mountain Plumbing today. By and, the way, she takes the most amazing photos. I haven't even Oh, she does. This. The, the, oh, just just wait till her new website is done. It's going to so be beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> she she knows how to capture the light and the angles and so if Ashley, if this plumbing thing doesn't work out, photography may be calling. Yeah, graphic design, <laughs> something. That's, I mean, she's got an eye for it, that's for sure. I mean, it, does, it yeah. helps that her logo is amazing as well. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to be talking with her. And, and this this isn't going to be our, one of our normal conversations. A lot of times we get vendors and, and thought leaders and authors and things like that on the show to talk about all of these different things and how you can improve your business and grow your business, stuff like that. But Along the way, there are a lot of hardships that happen as entrepreneurs and things that happen that suck. And we want to make sure that not only these stories are shared, but that other people understand that it's okay. You're not alone. And there is a huge community. And I think that's probably what I learned the most out of the Women in HVACR event. There's a huge community of people that actually care and will help you. Mm -hmm. And yeah. so we're going to be going through that today. It's, it's you know, it. it could get emotional. I know Ashley shared her story a little bit on, on social media, but there's a strong touches. possibility that I will be crying. So yeah. So just if, be aware if, of that. If if you're in, if you're a little bit easier crier, make sure you have some tissues. <laughs> but Before, with that being said, the, the, the focus, sorry. And I've been, Tersh put me on the air before I was really ready. So, but we have come up with a new tagline. Some of you, some of you guys have seen that and we've tried to encompass what this show is about. So that way, not only do you know, but it's it's what we want to focus on. It's serving people and mastering success. So you guys will start seeing that on a lot of our branding and everything else because Good that's really job, what we're Joshua. about. I'm trying. I'm trying. So you threw me you threw me on the spot and I just came up with that. <laughs> yeah, you did a good job. You did a really good job. <laughs> do you have anything hey, that you want to add? Yeah, I want to ask you a quick question real quick, real fast. How long I'm, do you think I'm, you could go without talking? Oh, not very long. Like if you weren't here, I could just talk. <laughs> just ramble. I would just talk until nobody's listening, and I'd probably still continue. <laughs> Before we get started, I want to say a huge shout out to our partners and sponsors of the podcast. Without them, we'd still do this. We did it for years without sponsors and partners, but what they do is help make our production step up to the next level. And I want to say a huge shout out to Justin Noah at Upfrog. They do great with refrog and, and reactivating their clients. It's an amazing platform. So huge shout out to them. If you have clients that you want to reactivate, reach out to Upfrog. Sarah, Billy, we, we were just meeting with him yesterday. I promise you, every time I have a conversation with Billy, I learn something new. 
and it, he's just a genuinely smart guy and they're going to change the industry they're they're working on it but there's some crazy he, things that he are coming couldn't, out. He couldn't divulge too much, so we can't right. divulge too much because <laughs> we don't know he's, anything. <laughs> he's divulged a few things to us that we can't say anything about, but there's a lot more that he he just couldn't say. And the industry is going to change a lot based on some of the things that they're doing, which is amazing. Last but not least, Company Cam, the DAM system, a digital asset management system. And yeah. it's great because like even our recordings that we got from last week, whenever we were at Women in HVACR in Phoenix, I uploaded them to Google Drive and there was four, that was an 1400 photos that I have here, but they're all in Google Drive and I put them in the wrong folder. And so now I have to move it. Google Drive's not a d digital assets management system or not a good one. So we loved, we were talking to Claire at the event and we were talking about some really cool things there from company cam and a huge shout out to them and everything they're doing with the industry and and they're really trying to focus and, and bring more value to the industry so yeah you got anything you want to add there joshua let's get started yeah <laughs> are you looking for valuable business advice to reach that seven figure revenue mark do you want actionable tips to properly navigate through every business challenge you encounter along the way? Let Tersh Blissett and Josh Crouch be your guide in getting you to the top here at Service Business Mastery. Tune in as they sit down with world-renowned authors in business, leadership, and personal growth who share valuable insights about management, marketing, pricing, human resources, and so much more. Let their nuggets of wisdom gold guide you in owning a thriving, profitable, and ever-growing business. Here are your hosts, Tersh and Josh. Welcome, Ashley. How are you? Good. How are you guys doing? I, didn't, I you usually lead off, and I'm like, I was taking the banner down. I'm trying to do something else, and I'm like. Okay, someone's got to talk. No, I'm silent. So, Church is still players. jet lagged, I think, from last week. I really am. How are Anyways. you, Ashley? Good, good. Good. Are you sure? No, but no, okay. I will be. Yeah, I know. You will be, and that's so, well. We'll we'll get into that. Also, Could you start by sharing yeah. your story and lead us up to the current day so people understand like where things were and kind of how you got to this point and, yep. and where you are now. Okay, so I own, partially with my husband, a better half, Iron Mountain Plumbing. We rebranded our company about a little, almost a year and a half ago. So we spent the last year and a half growing our business from being just a one truck company. We, we hired a marketing company a year ago and spent a lot, a lot of money that we really didn't have. And we struggled to get consistent call volume, you know, the normal stuff yeah. that everyone's wanting. And everybody says, well, just give it six months. Everything takes six months. Yeah. I've heard that. Everyone says that. We gave it time. I was really naive just because it was my first big company up until that point. Like I had done everything myself or my, my sister-in-law helped me a lot. And so we started to notice some issues pretty quickly on, but we thought, oh, it'll get better. And then I just wasn't getting any calls, like anything, like hardly anything. And come 
So how many texts do you have at this time? Like this is probably within the last few months, right? Uh, so we had four texts. Okay. So we were, you know, pushing forward, but we never could keep them. Like we didn't ever have the call volume to keep four texts busy, which blew my mind in a market of 300,000 people, like a service area, but I was naive. So, so can I ask you something real fast? Yeah, go ahead. During the process of hiring another technician, what led you to hire more technicians? Because I've, I've been exactly where you're at. And I questioned this myself was like, do we really need to hire another technician? Because the call volume is not really there. Say we have three technicians. If I hire a fourth one, sure, it puts pressure on me to keep the fourth person busy. But like right now we have three technicians that are hundred percent busy, but then also I look at the three technicians and I'm saying, okay, their efficiency isn't that great. Mm -hmm. There's room for improvement. Like they're kind of blowing through some calls. So if I improve their efficiency and hire a fourth technician and keep that, you know, I can, there's a chance I can keep that person busy. Is that kind of how you, you were into it? Or was there a different reason for you hiring four technicians? So we were coached to keep hiring. Okay. Like we were coached to just add them. And then the call, like the calls would kind of come. The, yeah. Add the text. The calls will it's come. It's like the field of dreams, right? Build it and they'll come. Right. <laughs> so we were like, okay, but there was an issue. Like there was clearly an issue. And so we hired them and I'm trying to be nice. They, they were just weak. Like they were just the technicians themselves. Yeah, they couldn't handle pushback and stuff. So we worked on training and stuff like that. Then we started noticing in August a drop, a severe drop in our call volume. Now, we were told that it was attributed to school starting and different things like that. And then I started really pushing the envelope with it. Like I was just not taking that. And they were looking into it. And they said that they had their team and everybody was looking into it. And then I got a message with a screenshot from a conversation with Google that they, in essence, had frozen my Google accounts and my ads because they had manipulated my PPC budgets too much in a short amount of time. And wow, the, algorithms, the algorithms couldn't catch up and that it would take days to figure out. Well, my graph and my data for my Google stuff was decreased for two months. I went from a decent amount of calls to like nothing for days. Josh, you remember like a year or year and a half ago when I messaged you, like Josh and I talk every single day, like every single day of the week, multiple times a day. But I messaged him and I said, Hey man, my calls just dropped, like stopped. He's like, what do you mean your calls just stopped? Like my calls just stopped. He said, have you called to see if like your phone line's broken or something like that? I was like, yeah, I've done that. They just stopped. Like, mm -hmm. I don't know what's going on. And he went through and did a dive and another friend of ours did a dive and they're like, everything looks good. I don't, I, Josh, do you ever remember what there, there wasn't a problem. It was, I don't, you know, in a year, year and a half ago, it literally feels like a lifetime ago. Because Yesterday, I I, I, I had just stopped I, at, that summer. I had just stopped working full time and running yeah. the marketing business. So and you're getting and ready to I, move and all. And, well, stuff. and then we had we had some false false 
false positive suspensions on some Google listings that was like in this in the middle of summer. I was freaking out. Um, you know, so just some some issues last summer ourselves. But I, I've seen that stuff happen for like a couple of days, you know, and and but normally it, you know, it pops right back. Like unless yeah. something drastic happens, and Ashley shared that that transcript with me and I kind of went through it. I'm like, it's Google's literally telling you it's it's too much. Like you can't here's the thing when you guys when you guys run ads and this is something to keep in mind it's 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 nothing really to do with you or sometimes even the marketing company these algorithms that we work with every day they need data it's it's all machine learning there is not a single human being sitting there touching your stuff it's mm. all machine learning it learns based on data and feedback and what users experience mm -hmm. and if you don't let it ha get that data and you keep tweaking things LSA is a perfect example. I know for a fact when you change your budget on LSA, you need to wait at least two weeks before that change Golly. actually goes. And they do that so people aren't manipulating the system because then all of a sudden, if, you, if you're constantly trying to manipulate it, because Google will give you calls mm -hmm. if you have a smaller budget at certain times of the month. And it's just one of those things like it, machine learning, you have to let it learn. Same thing with social media ads. We've talked. I've talked with Justin Riley a bunch about this, whether it's on our episode or off. You gotta let the system do its thing. And if you're constantly tweaking it every day, every other day, stuff like that, it's going to cause problems. Which is what it sounds like happened with your account. Yeah. So they tried blaming it first that our phones weren't working with Service Titan. We use Service Titan, and I spent hours on the phone with service titan checking all of our tracking numbers it wasn't any of that then they tried telling me that it was our integration into marketing pro with service titan and we got some of you know the excellent how, was, how would that have even affected so it didn't do anything oh okay it wasn't, it wasn't it wasn't service titan at all we got we got on with a couple of their marketing people and they they pretty much told them like it's not possible and yeah, it was really, really stressful. We started losing employees because they couldn't, we didn't have calls to give them and they needed to support their families. And so, and, and for you guys, so August, September, how long in business have you, were you guys at that point? So we've been in business five years by that okay. point, but really like growing and learning a lot of stuff like only a year or a year and a okay so, you, so you're probably like a year since not, you rebranded and everything yeah so we're not talking like a massive database because i'm sure there's people out there thinking well you could just go just constantly call your outstanding customers if you got a list of five to ten thousand people that's easy right but if you don't there's really no nest there's nothing to fall back on like if you don't have new calls you have nothing no so we were just integrating in with marketing pro marketing i started doing some email campaigns through that uh, but we don't, we don't have that database, you know, to fall back on yet, yeah. uh, for past customers. I will say that right now our past customers are what's keeping us pretty busy, but I lost everybody, not just like one tech. I lost three techs in a matter of weeks. And I lost my CESR last week because she got a promotion at her other job that she had which was fine. Like, you know, it is what it is, but like, I mean, I lost everybody because yeah. I didn't have calls. Like, what, so what's, so when that, ha when this is happening, what is, 
what's going through your guys's mind? Like, what, what are you, where are you, what are you thinking about? Well, I knew something was wrong. So like in April, I started really looking into other marketing companies to change my marketing company. I started researching and I started digging and asking friends a lot of questions. And I, I had to get to the point where I had to let my ego go yeah. and just start asking and learning, you know, cause I mean, my degree, I didn't go to school in marketing. I didn't, I was an elementary school teacher. I just fell into the plumbing trade with my husband. And so I had to start asking people and luckily the women community and the trades is phenomenal. Like, Oh, absolutely. We learned that firsthand last week. It was yeah. a powerful event last week. Like there, there's some, I mean, just, we, I think we did 12 or 13 podcast episodes. Wow. We did a lot. <laughs> One day we did like, I feel like, yeah, like nine 10 or 12. <laughs> yeah. The first day was kind of slow. The second day we, we, but the, the amount of absolute badass women in mm -hmm. the trades is unbelievable. Yeah. They, so the women in the trades just wrapped me up in their arms and helped me. Cause I was like, I need help. So I knew something was broken. And when something's broken, you turn internally like really fast. And yeah, absolutely. So I took ownership. My husband and I took ownership for everything. Like, it was our fault that our marketing was failing because we allowed it to continue on. So we needed to fix it. So we cleaned house. We got our transitioning out of our marketing company. We got all of our employees are gone and we changed our business coaching a company to have a new perspective on a different way of doing things. How, how, how is that even possible though? Because most of your coaching companies, they lock you into a contract and there's a tough feeling because I've been there where you're in a group and it's like, okay, I'm paying you this a lot, a large sum of money every month. Now we have very few employees because we were large then we dropped back down. Um, mm -hmm. And I don't feel like I'm getting much support from you, but I'm still in a contract with you. Like, did, did you not experience that same thing? No, we weren't under a contract. Well, so, fine. yeah, we weren't under a contract. We are extremely grateful for our business coaches that helped us get started. We just needed to learn other, like more. We needed okay. more help, more systems, more other things. So, when we lost pretty much everything, we just decided, what the hell? And I mean, you might as well go big or go home and just freaking change it all up because clearly it wasn't working. So we, we changed, but it, my eye has twitched for weeks without like stopping. Like, you got like a steady, a steady tick now. Pretty much like the amount of stress that I have been under. I mean, all business. I can, well, I will tell you that your stress, you're handling it very well because you're not bald like me yet. So <laughs> there's that. You have to, but my husband didn't handle it nearly as well as I did. So <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> great there's been some really rough moments i'm not gonna lie but usually i just talk with my husband you know like we just work it through and you realize like how your body copes with stress is different than what you anticipated so what i do you mean like i required a lot more sleep than i did before like so i'm a runner and i love to run and i usually get up at like 4 30 in the morning and work out the last little bit i haven't been able to do that as much because i need more sleep 
because yeah. my mind can't process everything that I'm going through. Mm. So like changing my website and doing all that stuff, as well as changing my coaching and the stuff that they're requiring and having a new bookkeeper and all this other stuff, like my mind can't keep up with it. So I have to take care of my body and my mind to be able to process the stress. That's exactly like me. I mean, there there are days. I, I'm an introvert, anyways, and so like you, I go to these. You run in the morning, Tersh? No, other than that, <laughs> that part completely no. If you ever see me running, follow me because there's probably bad. a fire or someone's there's chasing something them. bad coming behind us. <laughs> uh, I, don't, I don't run at all. I did that for many many moons, many years. I did that and no more. Uh. Uh-uh. But yeah, I'll go to these events and I'll wear myself out and, and then take two or three, four days just of cocoon recovery <laughs> almost. And and I know that about myself, but it's gotten progressively worse the more stress that I've incurred as far as with this business goes. Mm-hmm. And, and Josh and I have talked about this, like because the podcast has taken me away from my business a lot. And we've discussed this like, hey, you know, you're you're going to be successful where you focus. And I focused a ton on the podcast this past year. And so therefore my other businesses have, well, one of them has a manager, so that one's good. But the other one that didn't have a full-time general manager suffered greatly. And it's, yeah. it's evident because of how much I've focused on this other area. Um, now you did education before, is that correct? Mm-hmm. You, you taught before you started working with your husband. Have yeah. you con- have you considered going back that route? No, parents are awful. <laughs> okay, like, well, there's that. <laughs> I mean, I have four kids. No, because I find joy and fulfillment and helping my husband reach like a dream of his, and I also am his biggest cheerleader. <laughs> you sound biggest- exactly like Julie. So like. He needs me because yeah. like he would not he accomplish half of the stuff that he needs to accomplish without me. And I mean that very nicely. No, you're, you're, yeah. we, we know exactly. Right. We know exactly what you're saying, Ashley. We both yeah. work closely with our, with our significant others. And we, yeah. <laughs> we need that cheerleader. And, and even if we don't say, well, we need the guidance. <clears throat> I'll be honest. Yeah. <clears throat> Brittany, she's, I've had some social media stuff recently. She's she, no, she, she, no, she gets she no, got you ain't you ain't there's been no there's media. been times mm-hmm. when I needed to get reined in and she <laughs> she knows and it's it women have such a it's like a like a six or seven sense you all you guys all have like you just know women when it's time to step serious? in. Women need have that. Like I'm pretty sure the entire world had that sense whenever <laughs> they seen your post, Josh. <laughs> No, not everybody. <laughs> Matt Tyner even comments in here. He called me the hey, day man. after. He called me that. <laughs> I love yeah, that. Yeah, it's just like a partnership, you know? Like It is. And anyone who tells you that they're not stressed running a business is full of freaking crap. Like, right. like well, if, so- they, if they make it look easy, they're full of crap too because it's not easy. So, well, and here's the thing, here's the stigma, right? And I'm sure you've probably heard this because I know you've shared this openly in a couple of the groups. Well, your culture must not be good. Or it's like, mm. it, it's, it's always yeah. like, well, if people are leaving you, then there must be something wrong with you. Like it's Cat, Cassie and I were talking about that the other day, Cassie and, and Leslie. And, and they were like, the first thing that people say is you have a bad culture. Screw you. That is not the case. Like you, 
everybody that gets on social media not, and says they have it's perfect, never that simple. perfect culture oh. and perfect everything. You're like, okay, got it. I understand. Got it. Yeah. Hey, a lot of it. And a lot of it too, like for us, like we would take our guys to lunch, like, yeah. Same. And we would like do giveaways and we would send texts encouraging them and really ask them like, about their families and do group parties with their families and their kids and go swimming. And, you know, we would do stuff, but like when you're pioneering in a market that is 20 years behind everybody else that is still doing like carbon copy invoices and charging $65 an hour. And you're the freaking youngest business owners. Like come sit on my doorstep and tell me that it's bad culture. No, that's the hardest thing in the world for me because we've done the exact same thing. We have parties once a quarter, do the exact same thing. We send gift baskets to spouses on their anniversaries and mm -hmm. stuff like that. And then the technician leaves and we've had technicians leave that moved across country, moved to Denver. Mm -hmm. And we're like, okay, can't really fault you there. But then there's other people that are like, I love you, but like, I just want to try something over here. And we're like, mm, okay, like screw all of the culture things that we've done. You know what I mean? Like we uh, like almost to the point to where you're like, man, I'm just burnt out constantly trying to do these culture things. And then they're leaving for other reasons and it is extremely frustrating I, I totally feel your pain 100 it's like you're in an emotionally abusive relationship that's one-sided because you're doing you're giving all this i feel like that bro you're speaking but, right at me like i i, I and i feel your pain 100 yeah. how, how are you getting through this what's your solution to this i mean obviously leaning on other people well, i mean you can look at the chat bar and see people are just coming and they're like super supportive and like you're vocal at like your issues. You're, yeah. you're very much so. And and most people aren't. And that's because they're dumb. And like, <laughs> if you don't go and like reach out to people, yes. like come on. Like there's such a beautiful community of people like that are willing to help you. You just have to. Are you not fearful that, that they will, that it'll be used against you or, I mean, Obviously, you have to check your ego at the door. Yeah. And but I feel like there's a lot of people are just like, look, I don't I don't want all everybody knowing my business. And I like if it's good. Yeah, I'll share it. It's Facebook, you know, the typical quote unquote Facebook life. And if it's great, then I'll share it. If it's bad, then I'm going to keep it in, internal and keep it to myself. I just think none of us are perfect. And at the end of the day, you can't grow unless you show every aspect of who you are. Like, I'm the first to admit that, like, I don't know everything. And the only way I'm going to learn is to ask people for help. And, you know, there's a lot of people that can do stuff better than me. And so why not seek counsel from them if they're better at something so that I can understand? I'm not going to understand everything. The moment you sit there and stop learning or stop being willing to listen is the moment you're going to stop growing. Well, and what I love about, so to kind of recap, because we've, we've talked a couple of things, you kind of mentioned that you've been changing things. So to recap, <clears throat> this all happened. You guys didn't just sit in, in your own sorrow and not do anything. You weren't frozen by the, the fear of, of making other mistakes. You guys have changed your business coaching. You've changed your marketing. You've changed, you're continuing to, to hire. You said you had two more interviews. I know you've had some interviews last week. Mm -hmm. Like you, you're continuing to move forward which I think 
it doesn't feel like it now, right? Because you're going through this and it's raw. Mm-hmm. But this will pay dividends down the line because you didn't just say, you know what, I'm going to sit here and I'm going to be depressed about it and I'm not going to talk to anybody about it and I'm not going to seek counsel. Like, cause yeah. it happens, right? This is a, this is a slippery slope. Like it's, it's stuff that's real like this that can take people down a, down a hole that sometimes they don't recover from. Yeah. yeah. It's, well, it's the beginning of the end for some businesses. If you're not careful, you know, Dan and I were talking about this the other day about like how, what we've gone through in the last couple months would kill a lot of businesses. Yeah. And absolutely. I was like, well, this is easy. Like we'll get through it. I'm not worried about it. But it's about mindset and attitude, really. You know, like Josh and I were talking the other day. I was running on the treadmill and I was he's like, oh, I never do that. And I told him how I was running. I had run several half marathons. So if you don't that's know. That's the any- part I told you I couldn't did do. You, did you have something chasing you or like, I know that wasn't for fun or anything. I like it's It's hard. And running a business is hard. And running a half marathon is hard. And. I, if you know anything about me, I have cerebral palsy. So the muscles on the left side of my body do not work the same way as other people. Not a lot of people know about that, but like my left side's weak compared to my right. Now, people would tell you that you can't do something because, oh, my muscles are weak. Well, that's just an excuse. You can do anything you want to as long as you push forward. So people will tell me that I can't have this business model where I'm located because it's not done. Well, watch me. What do you mean by that? What's the quote unquote business model that that's that you can't do? Like just being 100% digital, paying performance-based pay, being progressive, not doing time and materials, having uniforms, not doing new construction, not doing remodeling, not doing commercial calls really, like mm-hmm. being strictly residential service plumbing and repair and water treatment. Are there times where say you've you're saying no to things and you don't have work and and you're like, I should totally say yes to this because I need work all the time. But my husband reminds me that that is not our avatar customer (laughs) and that it sounds like you guys work well together there. Like you keep each other like certain times you just need to be redirected by the the person closest to you all the time. He's always like, babe. That's not our avatar customer. We are not going to lower ourselves. I'd rather be fishing on the mountain than sitting there and giving up calls to like look like I'm busy and not being able to convert. I love that. Yeah, I get it. Totally. I mean, that's there's times where we've said yes because we were we were so slow and then sure as shit every time get burnt by them. Like after the fact, you're like, that wasn't our avatar. We knew it wasn't uh, our avatar. We said yes because we were slow. Now it's costing us even more. I mean, we got sued one time from a person that we knew we should not have taken the call from. And mm-hmm. we did. And then it burned us. Or they leave you a bad review because they don't value your services. And so you just wasted You're more expensive. Yep. $118 LSA lead or whatever your LSA lead or pay-per-click lead is in your area. And then you freaking wasted $300 in gas and labor and time getting there just to get a freaking one-star review because the person was cheap and didn't want to use your services because it wasn't your avatar customer. doesn't sound like you've ever done that before. I was just saying, this doesn't sound like something that's actually happened to you before. <laughs> oh. oh my gosh. We had people write fake reviews on our Google once because we were like competing with the local companies that are from our community that are the good old boys. and they don't like it 
They don't, nope. they don't see and they don't, they don't like change. It's, it's weird because we talk about raising the industry as a whole, but then your own competitors are the ones who will go on. I've had this happen in the past where competitor didn't like the way we were doing things and they wrote a bad review. Mm-hmm. Or so their really, customers if, that are very loyal to them will leave us bad fake reviews. Well, and if they didn't real, if like if they actually had a like sat down for lunch, had a conversation with you, they realize you're real people. You're not trying to take put them out of business, and you're actually trying to help them make more money too, because yeah, you're yeah. a good competitor. Right what are you What are you All doing right. over there, man? Stop playing. Don't mind me. Don't mind me. But so- squirrel. <laughs> You know what? We all have ADD. I legit have ADD. Tersh has, has it worse than most, I think. Gosh. <laughs> what are y'all talking about again? Get Adam and I together and a couple people. And it's, oh, man. My bookkeeper's sole responsibility, like when I hired her, I told her, just keep me focused. Yes. So that's another thing you've done, right? You decided you, you, boot, you just I, changed now, your bookkeeper. I went with no one that is involved in the trades. Okay. So I would um, get someone that could also, I could hire a personal assistant if I needed to. What do you mean by that? So they like outsource. So they interview bookkeepers. It's like an interview process with yeah. the owner and them. And they like match people that will work well together. So my bookkeeper is very mellow, very like calming, but she's very strict. So like, she's great for me because I am like high strung sometimes, especially when I'm stressed. And I, I could never pick that up out. Never. Your, uh, your red green personality. No, right. <laughs> she's like, so she's really good. She text messaged me. She gives me positive affirmations when I get something done for her. Like, it's going to be. She, a send me a message. I need that person. Though. Right. <laughs> so tell me this before you came into the trades compared to now has it changed you in any way yes so i'm a lot harder Uh, like in the sense like i might come off really strong and tough you know but like i am the most caring and loyal person that you will ever meet and i am very protective of those that i love in my circle i don't trust anybody like besides my husband are you more so than that that way now than you were uh, before yes like i used to just give people the benefit of the doubt mm-hmm. like oh it'll be good you know but now the only person i trust 100 is my husband like that, that sounds you sound identical to my wife julie we got taken advantage of by a rap company they overcharged mm-hmm. us by something like twenty thousand dollars, twenty eight thousand dollars actually. Jeez. And she was like, "Well, they'll make it right." I'm like, "No, they won't. They've got our check. They're gonna screw us." Like, and when she first came into the business, she was dispatching in CSR and, and mainly dispatching. But she was well, yeah. And then Julie comments, she's like the most bubbly, optimistic, very everything's gonna be dandy, great. And I'm like. Give it some time. This industry is going to ruin you. And she, she's like, no, it won't. No, it won't. And now she's like, gets on the phone with technicians and she's like, all right, cut the crap. Like, <laughs> we know what you're doing. Like yeah. before she was like, just make sure you leave a yard sign, put your floor mats out, put your shoe covers on, show them a wow, wow time. You know, she'd say all these great things. And Justin, the guy that moved to Denver, he would always like almost mock her. But at the same time, he really 
I mean, he cared for her. We were friends before he started yeah. working with us. And he was like, I'll just give them a, I'll show them a fantastic time. And, and that's not Justin's personality at all. Justin's yeah. very much like, I want to get in there get done and get out of there. And so she actually changed them. But now it's like, oh my God, <laughs> the industry hardened her and in a bad way, which I hate, I hate really. There's times where our bookkeeper was the same way and she's very positive, but at the same time, she's like a no nonsense type of person. And I feel like we need to be surrounded by more people like that to like show us the things that we enjoyed about the business when we really enjoyed the business. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I'm not allowed to deal with the text because I think a lot of the times they're just acting like 17 year old girls trying to prom dress shop and compete with each other. And like, I'm, I just can't handle it. Like I just, so I don't deal with the texts because I'm not nice enough anymore to deal with them. I do care, but Julie is a lot nicer than I am still. So she still yeah. can handle them very well. <laughs> I can't just because I'm like, dude, you're a 38 year old man. And I don't say this to them, but like, Go, you can't handle someone saying no to you. What what the deal is wrong with you? Like people, did you ever not get rejected by a girlfriend or anything? Like, but I, um, I think that's the cha the challenge that we have as business owners, and yeah. we're changing up things. We're listening to a coach tell us one thing, and then we're going and telling our interpretation of what the coach says to our technicians, and then our technicians are like, "Come on, man, this is the flavor of the week." Like. Are we going to change it again, you know, in a couple of weeks? Like, no, this is what we're going to do for now on. And then it's, it's almost like, okay, we have to go through these technicians. Like we have to get rid of these technicians and bring on technicians who only see us with this mindset. Like we're going to provide this wow culture and we have to hire new technicians who are going to buy into this wow culture. And that's the only way it's going to work. I don't know if that's, if other people feel, and, and the thing about it is, it's like, I really feel for people who have 30, 40, 50 technicians and they change, they're trying to change their culture or their, you know, they're going to provide wow service all of a sudden. And now they have to have all those people buy into it. Whereas it's not something that you've known all the time, like from the time you were hired on. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. I just think that like at the end of the day, being a female, and a predominantly male industry is interesting. And I had experiences like locally where I am, where a supply house owner, he used to own it, he sold it to his sons, came up to me, he's an older man. And he's like, do you know who I am? Flat out, do you know who I am? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, do you use the supply house? And I said, no, because you don't supply me with the parts I need. And you change the price based on who's showing up to pick it up. So you could charge my husband one price and me another price. But I will say nationally, like when we went to Profit Rocket, I have never been more supported by men in the industry than when I went there. And I was maybe like 5% female, like in a predominantly male room. Yeah. And I think we're changing. And I think employees and culture and stuff is changing. But I think at the end of the day, you can't be a pushover and you can't let excuses get in the way of your success. Like I could sit there and say what I've gone through. I mean, I'm getting ready to bury both of my parents. So both of my parents died in the last 18 months Great. and my business is like, it'll be okay. 
But like, I could use that as an excuse. I have four children. I'm burying my parents, my business, blah, blah, blah. Well, no, I'm taking ownership for it. And I'm putting my big girl pants on and I'm finding what was broken and not making excuses. So, and, and I love that. I mean, and Amanda Triolo from Grasshopper would be really proud because for she, her, their motto is forward as a way of life. Yeah. And that literally feels like what you guys have done as far as the new bookkeeper, new marketing, new coach, new, I mean, you guys, you're, 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 you're changing it on the fly. Mm-hmm. And you're not taking no for an answer. You continue to push forward. And if if someone takes anything away from this episode, is one, it's okay to take a breath and to let it to let it sink in. Like you, sometimes you just got to take a break and you got to like you guys got Profit Rocky. You went away for a couple of days. You listen to some industry leaders. Yeah. How was to- that? How was doing? Like, did you and Dan both go to Profit Rocket? Yeah. So we both went. Victor gave us one free ticket because I think he felt bad for us. Just kidding. Victor's really nice like that. And he gave us a free ticket. And then we paid for my husband to go. It was phenomenal. It was something that I really needed. And we ended up having to cancel a trip to Mexico that we've had planned forever because we have no employees. And so it was like, well, that was the, that was what I was going to ask. Like, could you, could you left the two of you left to go to profit rocket and, not having employees, then it's like, if a call no comes revenue. in, then yeah, no revenue co- comes in. So yeah, well, luckily we're very smart with our money and we have savings. Yeah, um, that is good. So that helps. But you know, we just took the leap of faith that if we invested in our business um, mm-hmm. and our emotional stuff for like our business, that it would come back. And we learned so much from a lot of the people that were there. Let me ask you this about the change that you've gone through. Do you feel like any of it you're doing too fast? Like, like I'm changing up my bookkeeper too quickly, or do you feel like you, you waited too long to change up things too? Because I've gone through things where I, I look back and I'm like, wow, I should have done that way sooner than what I did. And then other times I'm like, maybe I'm pulling the gun too quickly. Like maybe I, I didn't give this person chance an, enough of a chance. So before I never had a bookkeeper, I just did it all myself and I hated it. Gotcha. And so I outsourced it cause I hated it. So if you don't enjoy doing it, outsource it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the marketing, I kind of, I had suspicions for a while and there were some red flags and I started reaching out to people that knew a lot more about marketing than me and asking questions and it just not adding up. So I went to find something that was a better fit for us. And then business coaching, we kind of had known for a while that we were going to need just to change because like if you stay with the same people all the time, you're learning the same information. So why not change up your scenery and learn new things? No one knows sure. everything. I mean, I love when oh, people gosh. are wrong. So, <laughs> Josh knows everything. Josh does. Yeah. He doesn't sleep either. Do you ever know that? Josh does not sleep. I just have. I, I sleep enough for Josh. So <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. You don't go to bed until like three a.m. I heard the stories <laughs> while we were at the Women in HVACR event. Once you had a little couple drinks in you. <laughs> yeah, sleep. I'll sleep when I'm so, good. So yeah. Ashley, if and actually, let me back up. So first of all, anyone that has been 
following this live show. We've had a ton of comments and stuff come in. It has been great. You, I, I love the energy from this and, and being able to ask questions and put the stuff on the screen is for Tersh and I is a lot of fun. Like we really enjoy that and seeing that. So we really appreciate you guys joining us for the live and asking your questions and, and also just kind of giving your thoughts on, on what Ashley has been her, her story. But if, if someone wants to, to reach out to you, what's the best way for them to do so? Just DM me. Just find Fa me. On uh, mostly Facebook or LinkedIn or. Yeah. I'd like to say that I'm really active on my LinkedIn account, but I think it's just a bunch of random people that try to be my friend on there. Uh, they can tell you something. Yeah. Just trying to upsell me on something. Just reach out on Facebook. I, I'm an open book. Like I've got nothing to hide and I have nothing to prove to anybody about anything. And so, but the moment you try to do an, like sell me on something on Facebook or tell me I need something <laughs> or like, tell me I need something. I love the post you made the other day. Like, I will freaking cut you faster than you can look at I. <laughs> that post you made the other day, I was like, golly, like that's, Facebook is getting to where it's like LinkedIn. You'll get a friend request and then instantly DM. Hey, I have, a gonna... I have a feeling someone's got some kind of automated program that as soon as you accept it, it's like five minutes later, you get a message. Or if you're some like freak pedophile guy that's trying to be talk to me through messenger, I haven't married for 16 years. Just go away. Like, <laughs> Oh yeah. Like, come on. So just tell me what you want in my DM and I'll, I'll message you back. I'm pretty good about it. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, this, I really appreciate you being vulnerable and sharing your story. It, it you, you can tell just from the comments and, and the people that have been with us live that it's, there's a lot, there's a lot of similarities that they've had in their business or even at certain points in time. So it's not just you. And if you're listening to this, it's not just you either. No. People are going through this. They're going through it right now. And it's okay for you to, to share your story and to talk to other people who've been through it. And I think it's okay to recognize that it's hard. Like it's not going to be easy and it's not going to come overnight and just be something that's like instant, you know, like it takes years to build this and that sometimes you just need to remember that you're doing a lot better than you really think you are. That's a great point. Just keep pushing forward. The moment you stop pushing forward is the moment that like you're going to stop growing. That's exactly. a great way to end it. Thank you, so, <laughs> thank you so much for hanging out with us, Ashley. Thanks, guys. Thank you for listening to this episode of Service Business Mastery. Now that you are equipped with essential business advice from this impactful conversation, you are one step closer to becoming the successful owner of your dreams. If this episode has been helpful to your business journey, don't forget to subscribe to the show, leave a rating, and share it with other owners as well. Visit servicebusinessmastery.com to learn more.